Welcome, everyone, to The Soft Side of Cyber, the podcast dedicated to helping cybersecurity professionals at all levels develop the non-technical and soft skills they need to excel in their work. This field is complex, it's technical, and it's changing all the time. Skills like communication, leadership, time management, critical thinking, budgeting, or even negotiation can help enhance and complement your already existing technical background and help you make a bigger impact. I'm your host, Rob Wood, and along with my co-founder and partner, Frank Demizio, each episode, we will explore a different layer of how to develop your soft skills in cybersecurity. And so if you're ready to take your cybersecurity career to the next level, let's get into the Soft Side of Cyber podcast. Demizio, what's up, dude? What's going on? I love it. So today, we're going to talk about metacognition. So we had a guest article go up by Jonathan Todd a few weeks back, and we wanted to unpack that topic a little bit more because, honestly, it's really interesting. Yeah, super interesting. <laughs> super interesting. And it was a great article, super well-written, and so we're going to get into it. So the first one I've got for you, my friend, is what do you feel like the right balance between hard and soft skills in cybersecurity really is, and why in the world does that matter? Yeah, so that's a good one. I think, so you, you gotta have the tech skills, right? You gotta, you, you have to show up. I think in, especially, well, Let's say this, right? In in a, in a lot of the cybersecurity positions, talking like your SOC analyst, you know, your AppSec folks, your 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 um, your forensics people, you have to you have to understand the tech, right? And and yeah, and there's sure. there's no two ways about it. And and so like, I, I feel like that that is the like the you know the 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 barrier for entry. Mm-hmm. But then, and then the soft skills are the differentiator, right? I think, I think for me, so like, you know, an even keel of, of, of forensics folks, right? You know, every, everybody knows how to work FTK and everybody knows how to work, you know, the, the tools and how to, you know, sift through memory and do all that fun stuff. The differentiator is being able to talk about it, right? Being able to tell tell folks about it, uh, being able to explain it to somebody that at, at, at many different levels, right? Being able to explain it to somebody with, you know, that that's also works in tech, but may not understand, you know, the nuances of, of a memory right. acquisition all the way to somebody that works in HR, right? You know, like, and, and so to me, you know, like the dividing it up, like I, I like I don't really think of it that way. I think of it more along those lines as upskill. I think that's a good way to to think about it. I mean, if we had to if we had to carve it up, mm. I think I think I would probably like split it right down the middle. And it, this is just me personally. I mean, if I'm going to spend time on any kind of skills development or you know bettering myself, that sort of thing, if you're only focused on getting better 
hard skills, you know, technical skills, and you're not investing in any of your communication skills, the way you manage your time, the way you take care of yourself, all of that other stuff, your writing, your speaking, your critical thinking, et cetera, then your technical skills are going to suffer, which I think speaks to what you were getting at is that these, these things complement one another. And if you're a really good communicator and you've got some amount of technical skills, then your, your technical skills are going to look much more impressive because you're able to communicate them well. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like going into the way that I've talked about this with other folks is like going into a fight with one hand tied behind your back. Or, you know, if you're, if you're sort of thinking about it on this 100% spectrum, and if you did carve it up 50-50, then you could get, let's say 80% of 50% ends up being 40%. And so if your 40% of your technical skills are really awesome. Hold, hold on, wait, let me get my calculator out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can, you can check me on that. <laughs> so... If, if your technical skills are really, really awesome, then you're, but your soft skills are, are deplorable, then you might be sitting at you know, 40% of the whole thing. If you need to kind of wrap numbers around it, it's just, I, yeah, I, I, they are definitely complementary, but the, there it's sort of a yin and a yang in my opinion. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I, cause I think. You know, so we, I, I think we're going to have, like, we have a contingent of, of folks that are just not, that, where they got into hard tech to be, to do hard tech and sure. they're happy doing hard tech and, and that's it. And, but I think that, you know, so like th those are folks that are, are, you know, kind of happy in their, in, 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 in that day to day arena. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to move, anywhere right it passed banging on the keyboard all day you, yeah you need you and you need to be able to to to, to communicate your work right you need and yeah. so you need you need to you, you need to be able to write write a report you need to be able mm -hmm. to to explain that report to, to folks right you have yeah. to be able to throw together a slide deck you, it's just yeah even, like even that though, if you're you know in that banging on the keyboard all day, heads down doing your thing. So I started my career off doing a lot of pen testing, and I've worked with a lot of really incredible pen testers, some of whom could not communicate very well, yeah. either in writing or live sort of report out format, and some of whom could communicate extremely well. And you know, you take the same technical work and you present it, if, if two different people present it, totally different outcome. And, you know, you actually end up moving the needle more with a less technically superior product that is presented more effectively than a more technically superior product that is presented ineffectively, in my opinion. No, yeah, I like that comparison. That's, that's good. It makes me think, of, you know, a while back, we, we did a, an article on, uh, you know, on testifying in court. Because that's, that's mm, yeah. kind of, the, the, you know, it, it's a similar thing where, you, I mean, you know, you, you could be writing bash scripts with your, with your eyelashes, right? Like <laughs> you could, you, it's going to be, you know, you, you could be knocking it, knocking it out, 
but mm-hmm. you know when it when it comes the when it comes to sitting on the stand and then and you know telling 12 people what you did yeah like that's where their eyes don't start bleeding and you know their brains leaking out of their ears because you're just <laughs> over over jargonizing them right yeah you're just not you're and at that point you're not an effective expert right you're there to to be an if you're an expert witness you're there to explain all that hard stuff in a Mm -hmm. way that that the you know the judge and the jury and the lawyers and you know everybody else can understand that work and and so if you can't do that like you're you're i mean all the tech in the world is not going to save you in that in that situation right right so so let's say you are in that 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 heads down really hardcore technical role. You're doing your thing. How do you start to invest in being more self-aware of your abilities and and sort of and I, I think this kind of drifts into well, I mean, this is very uh, pointedly, you know, kind of touching on the the metacognition point of the of Jonathan's original article. Like, how do we think about the things that we're thinking about? And why does that matter? And just how do we how do we elevate ourselves into that place of being more aware so we can be better at what we do? Hmm. You know, I I think in a lot of a lot of arenas and a lot of a lot of realms, I think you know, especially you know, in the communications area. So, like, I'll I'll give a, an example. We're, we're, we're going to, you know, talk for another, whatever, five, 10 minutes, and then we're going to go, you know, go off and do our own things. Yep. And I'm going to watch this video and I'm going to find, I guarantee a bunch of stuff that I don't like that. I, you know, I'm sure my head's going to move in a funky way. Maybe I touched my nose that I say, ah, too many times. Like it's something, yeah. there's going to be something right. And, and, and so, you know, presenting yourself with your work and and thinking about it you know critically i think it you know is is it's really important you know when we come when we come to you back to like the the communications part of of what we're trying to uh what we're trying to do yeah i got a really good tip i and i i wish i could remember where it came from so i could properly attribute it but it was, it was basically when you're making a decision or doing a thing, write down somewhere. It doesn't have to be big and official, but write down somewhere what you think is going to happen, what you think the outcome is going to be. And then a week from now, two weeks from now, 90 days, a year later, whatever it happens to be, look back on what you thought was going to happen and what actually did happen and evaluate how well you did it forecasting your circumstances and the situation and all, and your response to those things, all of that, and, and then continue to adapt and improve because we have this tendency for our memories to, you know, so I, I, I read dorky things like philosophy and stuff sometimes. And, you know, when somebody says something big and deep, like the past is not really fixed. It's like, oh man, what does that, what does that really mean? And what they're, what they're getting at when they say things like that is not the physical events change, 
but our perception and our memories about the past continues to evolve based on you know our biases and what we remember at any given point in time and all of that. and so so in and and if the past is really just this kind of figment of our memory then it's really easy to have this self-confirming bias kick in if something went bad or something went well and think like, oh yeah, I, I knew it was going to go that way and not actually reflecting on where you were when you set that particular thing in motion. And so writing it down gives you something to look back on. And that has been in my experience. So I started to do that and I have learned a lot about myself in just that really simple little process. And sometimes I'll even, I'll send myself an email and snooze it. And, and that way, you know, in a year, I'll like get this thing pop back up on my, you know, on my calendar, my email is like, oh, wow. Yeah. I had that totally wrong or wow. I was actually pretty good on that front. Uh, that was, that's interesting. I should, you know, what can I, what can I take from that and apply it to my current circumstances? So, so I, yeah, go ahead. No. Uh, yeah. So, so you like in the moment, right. It, recent take some notes mm-hmm. about, about what happened and then, um, and, 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 and then use that, like, like you yeah, said, right. time frame wise, you're, you're looking at like six months, a year, a year out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, at some point in the future, even when the situation is, is done. So like you could do it on a short term in a really short term turnaround or something that's much longer. So let's say, let's say you've got a big project kicking off or even like you're going to, you're going to host a meeting or something, write down how you think that's going to go and, and all of that. Just, you know, quick little, quick little blurb does not have to be overly complicated and then look, do the thing and then look back on how you thought it actually went and compare that to how you thought it was going to go. And just the, the Delta in those things is really powerful. And then, you know, and then building on that, that's just, you know, your own dialogue with yourself. You can also do the obvious thing and ask other people for feedback right. on how you're doing and check back in with them on how you're, you know, Frank, am I, am I doing well at this job? Don't answer that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, the, the, the last three minutes have been fascinating. Any, anything before <laughs> that, you know, when we have to talk. Okay. That's great. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I'll, I'll follow back up with you in six months to see if you <laughs> feel similarly. But, you know, actually asking people how you are doing and that can poke holes in the biases that we carry into our daily experiences. And and that is also just a really powerful thing. And you've got to be open and ready to take the feedback for what it is. And that's that's really important, too. You can't get defensive. Yeah, that's a skill right in, in itself. Yep. Yeah, we should do a post on that. That's that's probably useful. <laughs> Probably more for me than anyone else, but. Well, that's yeah, the best so, part about writing these articles is, you know, I'm, a lot oh, of times I'm just talking to myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right, my friend. Well, we have hit the 15 minute mark and we want to keep these things short, sweet, impactful, useful, hopefully uh, for everyone who is listening or watching. So thank you so much. If you dialed in, uh, whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Google, YouTube, wherever, whatever platform you are on. If you found this useful, I'm going to encourage you to share it with a friend, like it, comment on it, subscribe, 
all of those things, your feedback on the show, on this podcast helps other people find it. And that is really core to our mission. We want everyone in cybersecurity to be more well-rounded, more effective, more impactful in their work because they are taking that complementary approach to all the amazing tech skills they have and actually making them work for them. So thank you so much, everyone. Again, my name is Rob Wood. And as always, Frank Demizio here with me. So thank you, everyone. Have an awesome day.